Welcome to the Alton Webb Commercial Real Estate Podcast. The team at Alton Webb has been going beyond the transaction for 25 years with personalized and professional real estate services. To celebrate, we release this special set of episodes to share a few stories, our experiences, and help you with your own next steps in commercial real estate. Here's your host, Lee Webb. So what is commercial real estate? I love the quote by President Franklin D. Roosevelt that says, Real estate cannot be lost or stolen, nor can it be carried away. Purchased with common sense, paid for in full, and managed with reasonable care, it is about the safest investment in the world. You know, real estate in itself is a huge path to consider. We had often talked to people about the different varieties of real estate, and for us, Commercial real estate is where we've landed, and you might say, well, I I don't really know much about the difference between residential and commercial real estate. So the Kentucky Real Estate Commission says that commercial real estate means any parcel of real estate located in the state which is lawfully used for sales, retail, wholesale, office, research, institutional, warehouse, manufacturing, or industrial purposes. Multifamily residential that has more than five dwelling units is considered commercial, and anything zoned currently for business or commercial use. That is essentially the definition of commercial real estate. Inside of the world of commercial real estate, there are all sorts of sectors to explore. This is really an evolving conversation right now because technology and e-commerce has really pushed the use of space and how we think about buildings and what our needs truly are. We've done a lot of work as it relates to warehouse and industrial space, which is a very hot uh, sector right now. There are a lot of developers looking into flex space or service space uses, which would include a little bit of office, a little bit of warehouse, and really a lot of these spaces are less than 5,000 square feet, so very nimble, flexible spaces. Inside of the world of commercial real estate, we've experienced work for clients, for instance, the McDonald's Corporation or the Sherwin-Williams Company, where we've done site selection work. They would send us out into the state to find new locations. Uh, Some of those locations may be As an example, for a restaurant like McDonald's, they need certain traffic counts. Uh, They need certain demographics. They need certain accessibility. Uh, They need a traffic light, or uh, they need a certain restriction against other uses that might compete with them. These are the kind of things that we get in when we look at site selection and working for groups like that. We were really fortunate to be a part of a lot of Sherwin-Williams paint stores, the new locations, and that was exciting to go out and try to find Uh, spaces that would work for them, or even land where we could help build or develop stores for them. Professional office space is another conversation right now in commercial real estate that's getting a lot of attention. What in the world are we going to do with these thousands and thousands of square feet of office space? Is it actually a sector that is dead? I've learned that after the pandemic, there's a lot of people that have adjusted their work style to doing a little bit of home, a little bit of office, a little bit of a blend, 
but I think people still need a place to go to work. And so it's going to be big to adapt those spaces and to look into co-working opportunities uh, instead of the traditional closed off, closed floor plan layouts that we've seen in the past. Another aspect of commercial real estate would be some of the work that we did early on in our career would have been big anchors, big boxes like Lowe's or even the mid-size anchors like Walgreens or CVS, some of the work that we did. Uh, we're seeing a lot of transition from those big anchors to retailers that want to provide a retail experience for their clients. Uh, they need accessibility. And you think about the restaurant sector within commercial real estate. Everything is gone, you know, fast casual. Um, so we need app deliverable type accessibility. So pickup windows, so parking spots that are designated for you to run in and run out. Drive through lanes, double drive through lanes. Heck, we've even seen triple drive through lanes oftentimes. Commercial real estate also takes into account medical use. We think about all the healthcare needs with the aging population happening now and with people needing more accessibility for healthcare. That opens up a, a tremendous opportunity for us to think about medical real estate. We've worked with dermatologists or physical therapists and uh, different uh, hospital care systems like Norton Healthcare over the years, and those have been really good projects to work on. Because again, we feel like in our area of commercial real estate, we really want to make a difference in our community, and those things really do. You're seeing a lot of activity right now towards mixed-use projects and mentioning the aging population. We also see a lot of activity around assisted living and senior care housing. All of these things help describe just what commercial real estate is, and it shows you a little bit more about how we spend our time and the type of clients that we work with. Commercial real estate is certainly not residential. You know, you might recall when you bought your first home, if you have, uh, that it took maybe 30 to 60 days. You got your financing, you had an inspection done, and you were excited because you bought a home and it took less than two months. Well, commercial real estate involves something called due diligence. And those due diligence periods can go on for 240 days up to two years. Uh, most of our transactions take really at least 90 to 120 days would be a fast transaction. So again, there are a lot of distinctions between commercial real estate and residential real estate or the other aspects of real estate. And so we have focused our time on becoming professionals specifically in the commercial real estate arena. I discovered that I didn't prefer residential real estate over commercial real estate. One day, um, I was given the task to do an open house, but this was a unique open house. There was actually no house there. It was a vacant lot. And so the builder really wanted to see if we could find somebody that would wait six to 12 months to actually build them a house. And so <laughs> you can imagine uh, how hilarious it was with me sitting in my lawn chair holding up a sign saying open house with no open house there. But it really got me thinking. There was something I actually enjoyed about that open house. It was probably one of my favorite ones that I've ever done because it required a lot of creativity. It required a lot of out-of-the-box thinking. And that kind of thinking is what drove me to commercial real estate. We had several projects uh, in commercial real estate where there would be a parcel of land and it needed to be improved or it was in a good location, but it didn't have a building on it. 
And so we really spent a lot of our early days working on projects that would be build to suit, designed to suit type projects. And if you think about the expanding areas of Kentucky, it's not like there's hundreds of buildings sitting around in some of these secondary markets. And so we always had to be creative. How can you find a tenant and ask them to wait six to 12 months uh, before they could even see a building, draw the consensus and get them excited about something that's going to happen in the next year or two, but get them to commit now. That's a little bit of a little bit of a challenge, but that challenge is what really, <laughs> oddly enough, drove me more into commercial real estate. We uh, actually had a couple of office buildings that we did like this. We had a vacant lot and we had conversations with whether it was medical use or professional use, and they needed the space. They still had two years left on their lease, which was perfect. It gave us the runway to design exactly what they needed. They got excited about the process because they were able to own part of the design. And then we were able to get our financing, get our bids together, line it out with our contractors. We actually were able to develop something that was exactly what they wanted. And so we were quite excited about those type of projects early on. It still drives us today. Another aspect of commercial real estate that's really big for our company is reimagining existing real estate. So we've been a part of several revitalization projects where you take a building and some would call that a value add uh, that really has lost its identity. It's lost its vision. Perhaps the tenant mix isn't uh, one of collaboration. So how can we build a brand? How can we reimagine real estate? We're going to see more and more of that. I think people are going to look at real estate, especially mixed-use projects, where how can we use space for 24 hours a day, not just for an hour or a couple of hours that I might need it? How can we make it uh, amendable? How can we adapt the use of the space more towards the modern way of doing business and building relationships? So we thrive on the pioneering aspect of commercial real estate, Jonathan Swift said, vision is the art of seeing something that's quite invisible to others. And so that's a big part of our motivation and what keeps us driven every day. Commercial real estate is an exciting thing to serve in because it does make the community better. There are direct benefits you get with commercial real estate. For instance, when you talk about job retention or job creation, commercial real estate is right in the middle of that conversation increasing tax bases, creating funding for local parks and schools and for libraries. That is all a part of real estate development and outcomes that we get in communities. This is the way that we leave Kentucky better than we found it through our daily exercise in commercial real estate. Views expressed on the Alton Web podcast are our own and do not represent those of our clients, employers, or other engagements. Photos, commentary, and videos herein do not indicate ongoing representation. All information and data are mere opinions, none of which is guaranteed or warranted. If we can help, please find us at altonweb.com.